Jones. The Lord is alive and we're so privileged to be sending this gospel to you today. You know, Jesus is always alive and he's alive. Why don't you wear your heart, lift your hands and worship and glorify him and give him praise. He's worthy of all glory, of all honor and adoration and majesty. Bible records in Psalm 141 verse 2, the Bible says, Let the lifting up of our hands be as an evening sacrifice, and our prayer coming unto you as an incense. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the glory to God. Be the glory, great things he has done. So lovely the God he gave us his son. That is life and a torment for sin and open the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice and come. To the Father, to Jesus the Son, and give Him the glory for things He has done, and give Him the glory for things He has done. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is matching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is matching Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Yes, the church is marching on. His truth is marching on. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Why? Because his truth is marching on. Jesus is alive in the nations of the world. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you for this time. Thank you for the privilege to be able to hear your word and also to be able to share your word. And Lord, right now, hearts and minds are open to receive the engrafted word with meekness, by faith and with gladness. And your word would come for the edification of this house. Thank you for the glory and the power of your name. Father, we worship you. We give you praise. We honor your name forever. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. You know, last time I, I was talking so much about Christianity not being a religion. Real, authentic Christianity is a demonstration and display. Real, authentic Christianity is a demonstration and display of the virtues, number one, excellencies, and number three, perfections of Christ. Real, authentic Christianity is the demonstration and display of one virtues of Christ excellencies and perfections of Christ it's also called the work of righteousness 
Christianity is not a religion, you know, like we always think in, in the word uh, Christianity, Islam, traditional. No, no, that's not the way it is. You know, that's not Christianity. And one of the last parts which I, I said the last time was that one day we would stand before the judgment seat of Christ. But probably before we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, this was going to call the rapture of, this, of the church. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, made that known. But according to the Bible, there are two judgments. There's one in Revelation 20, 21, where it talks about the white throne judgment. It's the judgment for the world, the people of the world, those that are not Christians. But there's another one the Bible speaks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. The Bible says we want to stand before the judgment seat of Christ to receive a reward of what we have done in the body while we were in the body. Because there are three kinds of death according to the Bible. The spiritual death, first there's physical death, or spiritual death, one, physical death, and number three, second or eternal death. What is spiritual death? Spiritual death is a separation, is a, is a separation of the spirit of man, alienation of the spirit of man from God. What is physical death? Physical death is when the spirit of man departs from his body. So what is eternal death? Eternal death is a total separation of of the, of the spirit of that man from God. And that is the, it's called the second or the eternal death. That's where hell and death itself will be judged or sent to the lake of fire. The Bible says the lake that burns with, with brimstone and fire, sulfur. They'll be there forever. They'll be there forever. Bible records in John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. So if you have believed the Son of God, you should not perish because the Bible says that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? everlasting life. So we're not just believers. We transpose from being believers into what? Possessors. We're possessors of eternal life. Now we have the exact life of God. Man doesn't die. Why? Because man is an eternal being. You know, the one on earth where we cry for our loved ones that leave, that's just a physical death. That's just a physical death. It's not the eternal death. It's just a physical death. It's just a separation of the spirit of man from his body. His, his spirit and his soul from his body, detached from his body here on earth. Because we need our body to function on the earth. Anyone or anything that or being that operates here on earth without a physical body is a demon. It's not permitted. That's why evil spirit, devils, demons, they were bereaved of their physical bodies. They are not permitted here on earth. For you to stay here on earth, you must have a body. So our body is our certificate of occupancy here on earth. So we need our body to function on earth. Why do we need our, our body to function on earth? Man, principally, is a spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. First Thessalonians 5.23 proves it. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, completely. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. And as a brethren, pray for us. So um, that's the way it is. Man essentially is a spirit. He has a spirit. A man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. What is the soul? The soul is where you have your intellect, your will, and your emotion. When you go to school to build, it's your soul, not your spirit. So the, 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 the real food for the spirit is God's word, not, not, not mental knowledge. What we go to learn in school is mental knowledge. Mental knowledge cannot, cannot feed spiritual knowledge. They, they, they can't work. Spirit feeds spirit. 
Soul cannot feed spirit. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Psychology, philosophy. That's why I tell people Jesus only is our message. Jesus says in John six sixty three, He said, "The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life." So it's only His word, which are spirit and which are life, that can feed our spirit. A, a, a being has to stay connected to its source. You know, you have to stay connected to your source. So I tell people, there's nothing we do for Christ here on earth that is wasted or that is annulled. No, no, no. There's, there's reward for everything. There's reward for everything. The disciple says, when Jesus was talking to the disciple, he said, are, are you two going to leave? He said, no, we don't have anywhere to go because you are the author of eternal life. That's what he told Jesus. So, while whatever we do for Jesus here on earth to propagate his gospel, because Jesus is our message. I don't have a message of my own. I don't have a, I'm not the message. Jesus is the message. Jesus is what we're talking about. That's why I say Jesus truly is the son of God. Jesus is the son of God in truth. He is the son of God in truth. Some people say, oh, oh okay, a child, okay, a child born by God. No, that's not what I mean. Mean the word, the son of God, connotes means God in the flesh. Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus is God in the flesh. The Bible says in John's Gospel, chapter 1, from verse 11, the Bible says he, he was in the Word, and the Word was made by him. He came, it said the Word knew him not. It said he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12 says, but as many as received him to them, gave he power. He gives them power to become the sons of God. You know, I've often heard people say, oh, we are all children of God. We are all creations of God, but we are not all children of God. We were created by God, yes, but we are not our children of God. It's only those that have received the Son of God that has the right, that He's given the prerogative, He's given the right to become the sons of God. So what about people uh, of all that religion? That's why I say Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is the demonstration and display of the virtues, excellences, and perfections of Christ. So we serve God through our spirit. When Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4 and in from verse 24, Jesus says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirits. God is not a man. The Bible calls God the father of spirits. So we have to build our spirits. Christianity is a spiritual walk. It's not just a sense walk. You, you, can't, you can't relate with the Holy Spirit from senses. No, no. We relate with God through our spirits. That's what the Bible says in Proverbs 20, 27. The Bible says, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. The light of God is in your spirit. When we became born again, our spirits were recreated. That's why I tell people, you don't have a past life. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 17. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, what does it mean to be in Christ? To be joined to Christ, to receive Christ, to receive the life and the nature of the Son of God. John 5, 26, Jesus says, he said, as the Father has life in himself, so also he has given to the Son to have life in himself. John 3, 16, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal, everlasting, or zoe, the Bible says, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the, that the world through him might be saved. But the Bible says something in 1 John. He said, He that believeth not the Son of God is already condemned. That's the way it is. So I tell people at times, What do you really believe? 
Do you really believe in the Son of God? Do you really believe in the Bible? Written 1,500 years with about 350 authors. Second, Second Timothy 3.16, the Bible says, Every scripture, all scripture, all scripture is given, is given, is given, is given by the inspiration of God. All scriptures, all scriptures, all scriptures. The Bible says, how can a young man find his way well? How can he straighten his way? But by taking heed but to the word of God. Taking heed but to the word of God. Proverbs 4, 20. He said, my son, attend to my word. Attend, give it attention. Incline thy ears unto my sin. Keep them in the midst of thy eyes. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are alive to those that find them. They are life. The word of God is life to everyone that finds it. And health. Medicine. To all their flesh. Life is in Christ. Jeremiah 29, 11, The Bible says, For I know the thought that I think toward you. I know the plans that I have for you, says God. Your parents might not even have a plan for you. Your uncle might not even have a plan for you. Your company where you work for might just be the pay and go ones. But God has a divine plan for you. You know, when a child comes into this world, there are two plans for that child. There's a divine plan from God. And devil also has a plan. But the one to whom you yield yourself is the one to whom you become. So it's very important. So what kind of a life would you live? So who would you want to yield yourself to? It's good you become that managing director, that business tycoon, have a lot of money, have billions of dollars. It's very good. It's very good. It's very good. You can still be a Christian and have billions of dollars. Yielding to God's plans, purposes, and pursuit for your life is key. It's key. It's key. Don't sell your soul to the devil. Don't. Don't sell your soul because of immediate opportunities. Don't. Don't. No place is secure enough than in Christ. Nobody has you in heart than what the way God has you in heart. In John 17 verse 3, Jesus says that this is life eternal. This is eternal life. That they might know thee the only true God. Jesus Christ whom thou sent. Jesus prayed for us in John's gospel 17. He said, Father, they are in this world, but they are not of this world. He said, but keep them. He said, and those that will come after them. Jesus was praying for them then, but indirectly also he was praying for us. Because we came through that salvation. So what would you do with life? What would you do with life? It pays to live our lives for Christ. It pays. Pays to live our lives for Christ. Pays. It's pays. Please don't live an empty life. God already told Joshua. When Moses had gone in Joshua 1, he said, Moses, my servant is gone now, Joshua. But I need you to be very strong and courageous. So we have to just remain strong and courageous. There are questions in the heart of men. No problem. I know you have questions on your heart. But God is faithful. God never lies. The Bible says, let God be true and every man a lie. 
God never fails. God is good. In him there is no evil at all. God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. The Bible says by whom you were called. The journey we are taking is a spiritual journey. There will be forces out there to frustrate us. I've said this, I've said this thing several times. You know, a, a very respectable, someone that I respect so much. I remember he told me this in, in the year 1999, 2000. He said, do you know the best way to confuse him? I said, no, sir. He said, take that man to the middle of a road and give him another vision. You will confuse him the rest of his life. What's the vision that God gave you? What's the direction? You know, several get off their path to listen to another person. Not knowing the reason why God told you to stay that path. God might be killing, keeping you from death. God might be keeping you from disease and sickness. He says, stay on that path. Nobody, know what, nobody knows what God told you. If you know what God told you, why don't you stay with it? Stay with it. Stay with what God told you. Stay with what God told you. It pays to stick to Christ. It pays to stick with God's plan. Your life is secure. You know, when you go out of God's plan, you are exposed. Now you suffer and you live like a normal man. Men have been there. Oh, oh trust me. Hey, Jesus. You will so suffer. Chai. They will whip you. Oh, Jesus. Because a vessel, when a vessel is not in its place, when you are out of your place, you know, when, when you have this book, if you keep this kind of book, you can't keep it on the toilet seat. It's meant to be kept on a shelf or a table or whatever it is. When you keep it on the toilet seat, it's a place of dishonor. That's not where, that's not where it's meant to be. A prince that God called you, you left your place. And you want to go and be washing old people in another country because of few change. When God could bring that money to you where you are. Oh, come on. True patience. True patience. Patience. The Bible says, but patience must have its perfect work in us. James 1. See, but let patience have its perfect work, complete work in us. While we're patient doesn't mean we're not doing anything. We're at it. Praise God. We're at working. We're working it. Working our faith. Working our faith. Walk in our faith. Ah, see, there will be dark days. Is that possible? Yes. But you have to keep on with the light that he has shown you. There will be dark days. There will be dark days. There will be dark days. You have to keep on. You have to keep on. The Bible says, and this is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God. Jesus Christ, whom thou art sent. Dominion and power belongs to our God. Dominion and power belongs to our God. So keep doing what you need to do. Now keep your eyes fixed on the Master. There are no shortcuts in Christianity. There are no shortcuts in Christianity. God's words must be followed. 
we must live by it in absolute praise god let's pray father thank you for your grace and your love and your kindness thank you for your mercy we give you all the praise and glory and honor and adoration and majesty we bless your name lord let lives and nations be touched in this in the nations of the world let the name of Jesus alone be glorified. If you haven't received Jesus, just say this after me. Oh Lord God, I receive. Right now I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that God raised you Jesus from the dead. Thank you Jesus for saving me. I receive eternal life into my spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Keep on the journey. The Lord is with you, mighty. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye for now.